Before we get going, Tristan um, and Zoe, we have a few rapid fire questions. So I'll give you the question and you can both give me first sort of answer that comes to your mind. We'll start with you, Tristan. Uh, road cross or mountain bike? Mountain bike. Z Zoe? Mountain bike. Wow, surprising there. Okay. Vanderpool, Wout or Pidcock? Wout. Vanderpool. Oh, you don't like Pidcock. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, okay. Um, I love Pico's interviews. He's funny. Yeah. Yeah. He's yeah. It's, it's the accent too. Yeah. They're a bit yeah. more. Yeah. He's more um, amusing. Straight to the point. Okay. Uh, third question: Would your rap name be Lil T, T Dog, or T Dizzle? T Dog's already out there, so I think it'd be T Dog. It would be T Dog. Okay. For that reason only. And Zoe, you can you can make that little Z, Z Dog, or Z Dizzle. <laughs> You don't look like any of those, but whatever. Probably like Z Dog. Sometimes I've been called around like work and that sort of oh, thing. Oh, really? Yeah. So this is a thing already. Oh, I'm reading minds here. Okay. Um, favorite training session? Give me a, a road set and a trainer set if you use a trainer. Um, not a massive fan of the intervals. So just going out for a, a smashing wheel loop. Yep. Just pick an average and try and hold it. Okay. So nice hilly wheel yeah. loop. Yeah. Yeah. Zoe? Road session. Yeah. Well, that being a session out outdoors oh, okay, or, cool. or a training so set. So yeah. anything on the yeah. mountain bike. Anything like, on the anything mountain bike. Like technical trails and that sort of thing. I love practicing that sort of stuff. Okay. So that's your favorite. Old school. Favorite thing to do. All right. Cool. Um, so post race, yeah, 50 minute races might not, you know, go with that or big day out treat. So what do you, what do you want to eat after a big session? Um, I guess I'm again straight away. Yeah. Um, yeah. Usually bars one of that. And then... No, no, no. Not usually bars. <laughs> Come on. Big, and then, and then big day big treat. Day yeah. Big what's feed. the big feed that you want after you've done a four hour weir double um, loop, you know? Big bowl of rice. Rice and, and sweet chili sauce. You hear wow. Sweet chili sauce. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You're simple as. All right. Zoe, come on. Give me just something better. Leftovers. If just... there's anything in the fridge, just heat it up. Yeah. Add a bit of razzle dazzle. Yeah. Just... Okay. Pimp it. Eggs on top. Oh, that's great. Yeah. I do that with everything as Eggs. well, actually. Yeah. yeah. Post big ride. If it's spaghetti in the Ooh. fridge, I'll do spaghetti. spaghetti Two eggs. fried eggs on top. That's bangering. That's yeah. pretty out there, but I mean. Come on. <laughs> <Probably>. <laughs> but rice and sweet chili sauce. <laughs> okay. G'day listeners, welcome to another episode of the Amateur Hour. I'm your host, Alistair Evans, and also alongside me this evening is Craig Swain. How are you, buddy? Yeah, I'm great, Al. Thank you very much, and welcome listeners. So guys, we have another banger for you, and this time we sat down at Lyric Lane yesterday with Tristan Nash and Zoe Davidson, two genuine young stars of the cycling scene here in Perth, and two genuinely lovely people who are yeah, really into their training and their exercise and their health at such a young age. And also they're building some very impressive Palmares as, as, they, um, yeah, as they climb the ladder. And Craig, yeah, we've been privileged to access such incredibly young talent and, and also, yeah, sit down with two young people who are very excited about their, their future in the sport. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that, and excited and fun and smiling and, yeah, just when they start talking about their bikes and their, their favourite bikes to ride and 
what they love to do racing wise they um they really beam it was a it was a great little chat with them for those that aren't familiar with the names you've got Tristan um he's the current dominating force on the the um, elite CX scene in WA um so last year he won the state CX title in elite he also won the state cross country marathon on the mountain bike and under 19 state road champ so he's a bit of a an all-round threat, this guy. Um, Zoe, she would be familiar with a lot of people from the triathlon scene in her younger years. Um, she's currently now focusing just on the bike, and she's another off-road uh, weapon. She took out the state Elite CX title last year. Couldn't compete this year, unfortunately, because she, uh, she had COVID. And she's also um, a dominating force in the XEO and short course scene as well. So there you go, two very, very talented young people. And, yeah, the passion runs high. We just, as you said, just had the pure enjoyment of seeing the smiles on their faces as they shared with us for over an hour their achievements and, yeah, the bit of a background growing up and support they had from their, their parents. They've both got a lot on, the, on their plate for the end of the year still to come, as you'll hear in the episode. So it was very, very cool of them to put aside some time on on a Sunday, Arvo, and, and share with us, yeah, their, their journey so far. Yeah, it really was. Um, great great perspective from both of them on elite sport at a young age. Um, they really bounced well off each other. Their journeys kind of complement each other's stories quite well. Um, and for me, happily, the most obvious similarity between the two was that their drive to compete was really um, charged by a sense of fun. Everything you want to do is about fun on the bike at the moment, so... I hope that they um, keep that going for a long time because that'll keep them fresh in the sport. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And listeners, some exciting news you would have seen yesterday on our socials. We want to send out a huge congratulations to Dave Cashman, our local man, Cashy, for winning our prize pack from Professional Way. And Cashy, it's on your way to you, your pack of maltodextrin, your collagen and also your incredible WPI. Um, and, yeah, very excited for you, buddy. And congratulations to you. And also thank you to all the other entrants who, who put themselves into that competition. So, yeah, he's got that coming. And great to see also Dave Cashman returning to racing just last Saturday at the Peel Handicap. So um, there you go, buddy. Put that to good use, that pack. Yeah, he's a deserved winner. Dave's... Um does a, a lot of riding at the, the long ultra events. So I'll be interested to see how he finds the maltodextrin as a fuel source and also the um, the protein for his recovery because um, I know he's had a few uh, issues in the last year or so with his with his health and, and keeping the, the long rides going. So hopefully they can help him along a bit. So good. You've got to be in it to win it. And well done to you, Kashi. Guys, let's get ourselves settled in, headphones on, the the audio for this one wasn't as as uh, loud as we'd liked, so it may be a headphone for the job. But um, either way, tuck in, take in what these two incredible young talents have to say, and we look forward to chatting to the other side. Welcome, Zoe. Welcome, Tristan. Nice nice to have you on the pod today. Yeah, thanks. Thanks for having us. It's a great opportunity, and happy to have a chat. Yeah, we're excited, Craig. It's been, um, yeah, a couple of weeks since our last race, and um, we keep on seeing the back of this guy in his in his unicorn kit. Um, 
damaging the course and the riders out there and finally get to see him sitting still which is pretty cool yeah that's right yeah uh, tristan i've i've seen his racing on some of the youtube videos and just blown away by how fast you get around on a cx bike and zoe i've you know seen over the years coming through the tri scene and now just chatting to her she's a more of a, a mountain bike scene person at the moment but um yeah, yeah good to um hear a bit about what you're doing as well mm-hmm. so, yeah. yeah and we want to talk a bit about yeah your early years both of you and um yeah the love for the bike certainly t- chatting to you tristan you'd love just getting out on two wheels and yeah tearing it up on the grass on the road on the gravel um yeah certainly just releases some serious and fun endorphins for you um yeah just tell us about yeah, racing your bike, those imaginary races in the Tour de France and, yeah, from early age. Yeah, for sure. Um, I mean, Dad's always been into riding, so as long as I can remember. Um, late nights watching the Tour, um, sneaking back out, hiding behind the couch and, and, and watching that <laughs> final hill. Um, yeah, it's really always been a thing. Um, but, yeah, sport sport has always been big and there's just a certain freedom with the with the riding that you don't really get in any other sport. Um, and it's really, yeah. So like racing out the front, there's two light poles, big electrical poles out the front. So I'd go out there and set up on the imaginary start line and I'd play it all out of my head, mountain bike, Olympic mountain bike race. I, that'd be all the countries, that'd be the made up names. And we just rip it around the verge. You know, sometimes you win, sometimes you don't. I think that'd be the odd pit stop in there as well. But yeah. yeah. <laughs> Made up names. Did you have a made up name for yourself, or do you you went by your, your no, rigid edge name? Yeah, yeah, I think I went by the original okay. name. Yeah. Who, who else did you race? Do you remember? Oh, no, I just I just really remember the countries. Oh yeah, so like that'd always be the country and the name, and then be like, oh, Australia takes the lead from Japan. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> nice, mate. Nice. Dad was um yeah a cyclist when he was younger and had a bit of a spell, and um, when he started to see you get interested in the bike and riding to school, uh, yeah, him and you started to get out for a few rides together. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was probably once I got a bit older, I sort of played cricket and soccer when I was younger. Um, and we picked up an old an old Ken Evans frame from a swap meet um, and built it up with some parts out the shed. And, and yeah, I'd go for rides with dad, um, run bass and then go out to like oh, 10, 20 k's up the path. And I'd sit in his wheel um, and that little stretcher path. There's a few like little rises. So I'd sit on his wheel and then every time i try and attack him on the hills <laughs> never got him but i'd try something different each time i'd go long or i'd wait right to the top um but yeah no it was just it was just great fun yeah cool and um yeah riding to school every day you could yeah yeah so we're really close maybe about k um so i'd jump on the mountain bike and and rip it to school every morning um yeah I remember as a kid, like riding to school, and you'd you'd hop up, you get you know the big box curbs, right? Not yeah, not the nice yeah. gentle one, and see how long you could ride along the top <laughs> of the box curb before you stack it off. It that, that was how I probably yeah yeah. You know, I could I imagine you that. doing that yeah, sort of stuff, yeah, you know, one sure. k on a curb the whole way to school or something like that. Yeah, yeah. What about you, Zoe? Yeah, I used to ride to school, so I probably only got onto the bike probably around twenty twelve. That's when I started doing triathlon. Um, I might have been about 10 years old, so I did triathlon for about four years and was doing road. And at that point, I was riding to school every day because, you know, it was 1K. Mm. Teetle off the road and you're there. It's so easy. Um, And so I was doing triathlon and eventually probably started mountain biking when 
it's a bit of an unfortunate accident actually because we're coming home from a race and our bikes got rear-ended oh. so we had to get all new bikes for everyone oh gosh what a shame and that's when i bought my beautiful turquoise epic oh yeah which i just fell in love with and that's also when i started you know getting faster than mum on the bike because my parents are pretty active mm -hmm. so they ride so um yeah i started beating her so i was like well maybe i should try this mountain biking thing see how that goes mm -hmm. and did a few cross country races and I was hooked. Yeah. I was like, this is amazing. So that might have been around 2016, 2017. Wow, okay, yeah. At that point, I was still doing triathlon as well, but I was starting to get a bit more taste for the mountain biking. Like, mm. this is so good. But, and then eventually, I think I got my wisdom teeth out at the beginning of 2020, maybe. And yeah, I just stopped swimming and running and I've just been running ever since. Yeah, good. It's it's good to see the, the off-road stuff because, you know, the triathletes generally aren't that great at handling their bikes. Oh, it's pretty well known, you know. Yeah, it is. Um, that's like, well so, you know, you having the off-road skills when you do, if like you ever... Like legal stuff and that sort of thing, it helps a huge oh, amount. Oh, it'd be huge, Even yeah. the transfer from mountain bike onto road is crazy. Mm. Like, mm. I've, I'd like to think I've dodged quite a few crashes just because I mm. can, oh, I can, you know, hop out of the way. Of yeah. Like, Bit quick reflexes, but yeah, or well, you could probably jump a curb if you have to as well. You know, yeah, there's a yeah. lot of it, you know, a triathlete who's I mean, so you did most of the draft legal stuff, but if you're in a tri bike in your in Game your bars all the time, yeah, yeah you're no, not doing like anything, yeah, that's right. And that's why it's also, you know, I love seeing Tristan what you're doing with the, the CX, and you'll, you know, you've, you've dabbled on the road and stuff really successfully, but if you do go forward with that as your focus later on, the CX stuff, you know, you just got to look at the the pro peloton how much of a difference it makes to the handling skills and we saw it even before the current generation with Sagan. he'd, yeah. he'd come on with yeah, the, the yeah. skills that he's got and you know there's not many people that can handle a bike better than yeah. those guys that do transition across so. yeah for sure yeah. yeah yeah i don't think there's a lot of negatives to racing cx as a junior none really no um, I, I think everyone should should really do it mm. so, yeah especially as a junior you're yeah. right because the time time span of your race is as a junior is shorter anyway so if yeah, you're yeah. getting into a cx race it, it kind of fits in pretty yeah pretty well with that so. and um i mean even if you're not at, at that point the end really going hard uh like you might be in a road race you're still getting so much invaluable skill mm. um uh, you're just learning so much every race yeah um even if you're just going around for the fun of it so yeah yeah i love seeing some of the guys that are racing now the, the juniors and um we we've had experience with when we did our first races we had a, a young guy called uh finbar oh yeah finbar. you know finbar all right he's a he's a funny he's a character yeah he's a character definitely okay so i don't have to explain much to you but so he was there in the first race and i just wanted to beat this young kid right this is yeah. in the the cx opener day racing him racing him and he's just you know, the young guys have got that snap that yeah. i don't have but yeah you know, i reeled him in with the endurance that he's lacking and now every race going forward i see him at the road scene and also in the the yeah, cx yeah. scene it's, it's yeah it's just good to see yeah good to see yeah, the development sure. yeah so you went to the road scene first up and uh, yeah not as welcoming as i as i first thought um and yeah all right what am i looking for here because you just love getting out on your bike and um you're riding around around guildford somewhere or and you saw some people ripping around on the grass yeah 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 um yeah some, never never really fully got committed into the road scene because i sort of came in and there was such a big gap with the juniors like i think i came in in d grade and and um the guys around my age were like winning the sprints and i was struggling to hold on and it's sort of a really different um 
really different scene to cross for sure. It's um, everyone's very serious. They're warming up on the rollers at the start line. They've got their expensive bikes and um, you're just there to, to sort of have fun and, and ride your bike. Um, so yeah, we're riding around down at, down at a local park and saw all the bunting set up and um, they weren't racing at the time, but I went and told dad, I said, oh, there's a bunch of bunting set up around the, the local park. I think it's a bike race. Um, so we headed back down later and um, watched them go around a bit. And then, and then dad did some digging on Facebook and found WA Cyclocross. And um, yeah, I think he came to me a few weeks later and was showing me some of the European racing. Um, the guy's just like in the mud, just going one-on-one, -on -one, mm. just swapping turns on the front and just going hard as I could. And, yeah, it looked awesome. I was like, yeah, we've got to give it a go. So that led to your first, um, yeah, purchase, a post-Xmas purchase. Yeah. When you're sort of that age, you don't have a job or anything, so it's hard to, to buy things yourself, waiting for birthdays and Christmases. And I'd saved up a bit of money. Um, and I think from memory, I probably borrowed some money off Dad as well, wrote an IOU. Um, and found <laughs> on eBay, bought a Merlin carbon, um, sort of, yeah, disc brakes. It, so it was, it was pretty up to spec, um, but sight unseen and, um, a bit of a gamble looking back on it now, but, um, yeah, I mean, it showed up as it was advertised and yeah. So Perry Lakes, you and dad went down and, yeah. um, yeah, you jumped on dad's wheel for the race. Over to you. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Um, first race down at Perry Lakes. I think we did the there's like there's a few beginners categories um so we did one of those and just went hard um on dad's wheel i look back and we've got a gap i was like oh we're leading the race <laughs> um and i think we rode around for a few more laps and then yeah i attacked him um and that perry lakes course is pretty technical through the trees and things so um i think all that experience racing around on the verge paid off <laughs> um, i gapped him and i got the win um yeah so that was awesome a great first experience and a great time down there yeah it's a good it's a good event down there at perry lakes that was our first introduction this year was it yeah at perry lakes yeah. like i said it is a technical course yeah yeah well we had no idea what we were in for and it's just yeah amazed by by what we saw yeah yeah uh, should get my old man down there and <laughs> pretty sure i'll drop him he's pretty old <laughs> be fun though <laughs> yeah i think you're just really lucky that dad was keen and um mm. Yeah, that was really how the fun kicked off for you. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, um, I guess it was always there with the riding and doing that track earlier on. Um, the track was probably a little bit, I mean, how it is at the elite level, the track's probably more serious than the road, but at, at the junior level, the track's sort of more fun. You do your race and you sit around talking to everyone. Um, so I really had that that want to do, do the cycling, but nothing had really sort of clicked and... And having that really fun cross race, I was like, oh, yeah, mm. I'll do this instead of the other sports. Yeah. And what about the Davisons? Do they, any of those guys get into the, uh, your yeah. family, the NCX oh, yeah, at all? absolutely. So yeah. um, my mum races B grade. Does she? Yeah. So does dad. Dad races Master B. And, you know, he actually is head to head with Ben, Tristan's dad. Oh, really? And they have a bit of a... What kit's dad in? Yeah. What is he racing? He, oh, it depends. Okay. Depends what he's feeling. He doesn't have like a set. But sometimes he actually rides in the Wembley cycles. Yeah. So I work at Wembley cycles yeah. in the nice green. The kit. green, yeah, yeah. I yeah. race in the green. So he's got some Wembley kit. Sometimes he wears it, depending on how muddy it is, because you don't really want to. You raced at seven 
Yes. Hang on, I'm having a this year uh, and last. I'm year. having a recollection. I was chatting with you. No way. Yeah. <laughs> I make I make so many friends at yeah, seven. Yeah, I didn't realize that was you. Okay. That's okay. So yes. you were riding with your dad at seven yeah, until year. you dropped him, right? No. Did he drop you? No, we stayed together. We kind of okay. made a pack. I was like, oh, I just I, remember there was certain times where you, you were separated a little bit. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I remember chatting. Yeah. Okay. There yeah. we go. Um, <laughs> seven. I just go ham talking to people because it's such a long event yeah yeah i'm not at the point yet where i can like race it for the whole like uh, five six yeah. hours yeah like you know it's survival isn't it it's, yeah last year i did it all by myself which was very tough mm. like i was dying i made it to the end and i was like, i'm never doing that again yeah which, right <laughs> of course i was there doing I it hear this you. Year. <laughs> yeah yeah this year i finished the race and i was like that was so tough but i'm doing it next year yeah you know yeah so. it's the same story for all of us oh my god <laughs> yeah. i'm never doing it again Oh, the registrations are open. Oh, okay. <laughs> Sign up straight away. So, okay, yeah. so I've I've seen yeah, you there. Yeah. That's cool. And your dad races in men's masters. Yeah, B. yeah Chris. The masters B is um, mm. so we're racing in B, like yeah. CXB, because mm. we just figured that's what we need to be in. But we're old, so we probably should be in masters. But um, they're too fast. <laughs> yeah, the masters they're B actually, is really competitive. Yeah, they're very speedy. Yeah. Yeah. So for our egos, I think I might stay in B for another <laughs> season. It's a bit wily for us at the moment. Yeah. 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 So your yeah. mum and your dad and yeah, I've got a brother yeah. who does triathlon. He used to complete compete nationally like a couple of years ago, and then when COVID hit, he sort of was at uni. He's kind mm. of working full time now, but he's just staying fit. Yeah. He did a CX race last year, but when I started being faster than him. Ah, uh, cool. And he's two years older than me. So. <laughs> so are you racing in the CX series this year? Yes. Yeah, okay. yeah, I've been doing the majority of the races. Yeah. I did miss last weekend, though. States. Unfortunately, States. Yeah. Because I had COVID. But, oh, did you? Yeah. Oh, damn. But, Timing, hey? Okay. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, okay. That's good to know. I, was, I wondered what your um, involvement was in the, the CX scene as well. Yeah. You're there. Beautiful. <laughs> and you race in what division? A. Yeah, in the elite women, yeah. Mm -hmm. So you raced against your mum? No, she's in B. Oh, she's in B, okay, yeah, yeah. all right. Okay, yeah, you got them all beat then, that's good. <laughs> oh, not my dad, he's still head to head. Like, yeah. He's got a bit more kick than me. Uh, give it time. <laughs> You're only young. <laughs> so, yeah, a bit of competition in the family, I, I sense. Mm. Um, yeah, so B grade, first season, Tristan, uh, racing with dad. Yeah, you um, Yeah, you said you were, uh, yeah, how can I put it here? You're putting the boiler on too high and cooking yourself too early for that that first full season yeah it sounds a bit like my racing at the moment <laughs> <laughs> so, over to you again yeah um i lacked all the patience and I, I think i still do definitely something i could work on just getting too excited and going for it um yeah i just went super hard at the start and and faded at the end um as you said those masters b guys are really fast so um that I think they used to start behind and sort of catch up to us. Um, so generally be through us at the end. Mm. Um, but yeah, I don't really think I got many wins in that first season of B grade. Um, but it was always really close racing and it was always super fun. And you raced with the dad a lot. Yeah. So he tended to, he tended to do masters B. Um, and when I'd fade, he'd come from behind. So that was like the checking the shoulder constantly. Is mm. he coming yet? <laughs> <laughs> Trying to stay in front. Yeah. And just, yeah, not too serious, early doors, you know. Um, yeah, just obviously getting around, you'd see your dad there. That adds that bit of fun element to it as well. And you were saying that, it's you know, for you it was like riding a roadie but off-road and, um, yeah, you had a really awesome balance. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It was, um, yeah, it doesn't feel quite right riding the cross bike for the first time. You're like, it's got drop bars, shouldn't be 
jumping off curbs and the rest of it. <laughs> cool, guys. So, Tristan, talk us to about the jump up to elite. Um, together with your dad, you the guys discussed just hold hold on, hold on, and you're like, come on, dad, I want to have a crack at it now. You're watching Guy Karma and Tom Ford go for it. But, um, yeah, you just said enjoy the wins, enjoy the podiums, and um, hold off for a little bit longer. And then, yeah, it kind of coincided with, um, yeah, just a bit of a break from school as well. Um, and you decided, hang on, yeah, I'm just going to stick to this, enjoy B grade, and then things kind of came together for you to make that jump when you did. Yeah. Um, in terms of, like, the racing, I wasn't really taking it super seriously. Um, the training was a few times a week. Um, going out around the, because we live in Pasadena, it's really good sort of reserves around Guildford sort of area. Um, you jump from park to park and right between the trees. Um, but yeah, that was sort of through B grade and I was watching those guys race and I mean, you always want to move up and, and get faster, but yeah, just enjoying the wins in B and I think that's really good. Uh, even on the road, I think the guys should, should enjoy the wins in B grade um, before they move up. Uh, I think it's super important just for the mental side of it because um, it can be such a mental sport. Um, but yeah, sort of progressing forward and throughout the season, there's sort of races that aren't part of the series. So like out at the showgrounds, mm. um, and the Graham Brown gravel cross where they're not graded, they're like based on time. So I think in those, I did like the 60 minute ones and sort of got a gauge of where I was at in elite. And, um, yeah, I think it was 2019 when I started doing some of those A grade races and we also went over for the national championship um so that was under 19s um just sort of for the fun of it really and then the season following that was when i made the jump up to a grade um how'd you go in the nationals um i actually pulled a wheel because it was quick release so i pulled the wheel on the first day uh in at the national race the championship race so uh, i think it was probably like eight out of ten or something like that what do you mean you pulled a wheel what, is that? what do you mean by that uh, well, like with a quick release wheel, I obviously hadn't done it up tight enough. Oh, so your um, wheel came out. So the wheel like twisted in the frame. Oh, the dang. Frame. Okay. Yeah, so I had to stop and back around with it. Yep. Everything's gotcha. covered in mud. It was just, yeah. Yeah. Not, not ideal. Disaster. <laughs> yeah. Why? Well, don't worry about checking bolts and stuff. No. Before, you know. <laughs> no, no, no. Okay. None of that. <laughs> Blame um, dad, mate. Blame yeah. dad. <laughs> um, I think that the wheels are pretty beat as well, to okay. be fair. Yeah, um, right. But then the next day I had a better day. I think that I was like third, so it was a podium. Yeah. Um, made the trip sort of worthwhile. Mm. But, um, yeah, the following season, did some of that A-grade racing. I actually did the full season of A-grade in 2020. Mm. Um, you said that, um, yeah, COVID, um, yeah, so, yeah, COVID hit 2020. Yeah. And the unions just opened up their doors to all the students. And you're like, oh, come on. Right. So, yeah, um, you did that full season. Um, and was that? You taking out that full season in 2020? No, so no. 2020 I didn't get yep. any wins. I won right at the end of the year at the gravel cross. Yep. Um, but Guy was still racing that year. Um, Tom and a guy my age, Callum Milne, mm. um, he was still riding and, and I think he might have won some races. So it was, it was yeah, uh, I don't think, yeah, just that one at the end of the season. Yep, yep. I think I've jumped in a year early there. But so, okay, so you've experienced a few, yeah, great races in A grade and you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, this is I'm ready yeah, now. Yeah. And then yeah, turn to 2021. Um, yeah, you said you've started the season, and 
you beat Tom and you said that came out of nowhere and your your quote there in the chat that I had with you was, I can do this. I can really I can really do this. Let's give this a shot. Um, and then that can coincided with, all right, I'm going to, yeah, put a bit of attention to the bike here for a while. Yeah, it was really like a combination of, of a bunch of things that that 2020 season of of the close racing was was really fun i was doing a lot more training to sort of stay competitive um i'd also spoken to a few guys on rides guys like tom and um just really talking about about riding at, at, at an elite level at my sort of age and, and uni and and sort of what to do and um the general consensus was sort of keep uni in the background but have a crack at the riding because if you don't you'll probably regret it um that was sort of yeah towards the end i was getting those opinions and then yeah as you said with the COVID in year 12 um well actually yeah yeah year 12 that was COVID the whole year um the unis just opened up the gates and they're like we'll take results on your year 11 score we'll give you bonus points and um it sort of suddenly made it really easy to get in um after we'd been told for the, the whole schooling that the ATAR score was really important. Mm. Um, that year twelve is really where, where you've got to make it. Um, there's other ways to get into uni, but it's it can it can screw things up. So just do your best in year twelve. Suddenly it became easy, and yeah, I was just it was super frustrating. Um, and yeah, I was just wanted a break from the whole school and uni thing. Um, and I love your openness in our chat. You said you know school didn't always come super easy, so you really did the hours, did the time, did the study as well in year 11 yeah 12. yeah um uh, i've always struggled um had with concentrating and and study so it was always quite difficult um which just sort of added to that frustration um yeah yeah it was so what were you disillusioned with the whole process of you know uni as this pedestal thing to get into they've just made it so yeah. easy all of a sudden yeah, you're like yeah. what the hell i've been working so hard is that yeah yeah mind? yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Just trying to understand really yeah get in line and, and and get in now they're just like oh open Everyone the floodgates come in come in yeah uh, okay. there's no no one else coming in um i guess they're a business they've got to make money so mm. that was sort of how it came across and yeah the whole situation was sort of yeah just just super frustrating um and so you had some mentors through the bike who said yeah guys that you looked up to yeah and people with only your best interests at heart saying maybe you should put some time into the bike you should give it a go yeah yeah, and I mean, obviously giving it a lot of thought myself as well. I'd never really thought about it that way. I'm, I'm not, yeah, I've, I've always just sort of seen it and been told that it's like so many, think about how many people in the world want to be a pro cyclist, like only a select few make it. It's such a hard thing um, to do, so be realistic, I guess. Um, yeah, unless but, you're from Perth. Yeah, I reckon. Yeah, <laughs> uh, right recently, yeah exactly. Hey? Um, but yeah, through that, that, 2022 season I, I guess i started training a bit harder and and sort of saw it paying off and i was like well if i'm seeing these results in this sort of short period like what stopped me from getting to that next level uh, next level and just keep moving up um and i was sort of starting to get this idea that i mean hard work pays off and, mm. and really just having a crack so you really increased the hours and the outcome started to match the input yeah 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 and that 20 or 21 season saw you take out wipe the season of cx yeah, so we headed into that first round at, at Perry Lakes. Um, obviously, coming into the start of the season, you really don't know where you're at against everyone else. Um, so I still didn't have a lot of confidence there. Um, but, 
yeah, I, I, I beat Tom in that race and I think that was that just a little bit of confidence that I needed, um, that what I was doing was working and, yeah, um, a clean sweep the season. So that was that was pretty big. It's pretty epic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that was also sort of, it, it was quite a short period there, sort of I guess the end of year 12, I started to sort of lack on the schoolwork um, with the frustration there and really just focus on the riding. So I bought a mountain bike as well. Um, which was the first mountain bike I'd had since I was uh, maybe like 13, 14. Um, so that was like, I was out on that all the time. Um, I was just on the bike a lot, mm. yeah. really loving it. So you won the state champs in 21 as well, did you? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Um, and that was also my first jump into the A grade criterium. So like, I guess throughout the past three or four years, I've been doing the sort of D grade, B grade crits. Um, I made that jump up to A in the crits as well. So that was sort of the first half, start of the year, and then yeah. it moved into the crits. Yeah, right. So right. I had a few sort of good races in, in the A-grade crits there, which I guess increased that confidence as yeah, well, and yeah. what I was doing was working. Absolutely. All right, before we go fur further on with, with yours in past 2021, Zoe, so 2021, you were also state champion CX. Yes. Right. Yeah. How did you get to that? Okay, so I bought my first CX bike, I think, in 2018. Mm -hmm. So that's when I was in year 10. I bought it, you know, Facebook Marketplace, got a bit of bargaining going on yeah. and managed to get a reasonably good deal. And on a bike, you know, I did a couple laps of the straight at Kings Park, you know, that hill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sold to me. I yeah. thought, yeah, this is it. And then I did my first B grade race. And I think I might have had like a pretty reasonable lead on that one. And I remember Davina Summers shouting at me, next race, you're going to be in A grade. And I was like, oh, really? You showed up too early, didn't you? <laughs> I was like, damn. So I guess I just, you know, hopped into A grade the next one and mm. eventually, you know, built my way up. Yep. Going around Garvey Park and that sort of thing. And I found it loads of fun. So so that was your, your first season racing yes. cross and you're in A grade. So you've had this base from triathlon yeah, through so the years. So just transfers. Yeah. I had, you know, reasonable skills from mountain biking. So it was... Yeah. Good. Because what's normally lacking with the juniors starting out, from what I see, is the endurance. Mm. But you probably had that base pretty well covered from your try stuff, right? With the you know the multidisciplinary stuff you're doing. Yeah, I mean you get a really good aerobic base from doing triathlon, just swimming, biking, and mm. running. It's three very aerobic sports, and you know the races are about like one hour, so yeah, that just kind of transferred into CX somehow. Yeah, yeah. and you were doing mostly the, the draft legal try. Yes. So yeah. you still had to have bit of that snap yeah so bang, bang. yeah so you, you could have seen it if you'd come into cx you'd have the aerobic base but not the snap yeah but you're somehow. coming with both of it somehow yeah yeah and i guess you know in six you've got to be so fast off the line yeah so it definitely made a difference yeah like, so like having a really fast start yeah just being yeah out at them. yeah i've heard of people that can do that that's that's, <laughs> <laughs> that's great <laughs> um so first season into a grade mm -hmm. did you like did you wipe it or? Oh, I definitely didn't win. Okay. Um, <laughs> that'd be a bit too crazy. But uh, I think I might have just been like fifth, sixth. Mm -hmm. There's still a reasonable field of like A-grade women. Yeah. Usually there's about like, I don't know, six to ten maybe mm -hmm. on average, which is really good numbers for women cycling at like elite level in WA. And probably first season, I might have been like third a couple times, but maybe like the season afterwards when I trained a bit more, I was probably a bit more on the podium then. Yeah. So you still had that challenge to you. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It was definitely 
had to put a bit of training in. Mm. Mm-hmm. I'm glad to hear it just wasn't all handed easy for both of you. It'd <laughs> <laughs> be super frustrating for everyone, wouldn't it? Mm. He came in with some, yeah, seriously, yeah, handy attributes for that style of racing. Mm. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. I would have never thought about it. I would have just been like, oh, sick of black race. Like, yeah, you would Let have. me sign you up. Mm. Yeah. And then, you know, you do it. And looking back, you realize, oh, wow, that really helped. Yeah. yeah. So that cheap bike. Yeah. Yeah, I've said it many times to you, Al, the cheapest bike that we own is the most fun one that we, you know, we race on. Mine was 700 bucks for this alloy cab, yeah. right? It's the cheapest bike we've got. We've all got, you know, yeah, yeah. $7,000, $10,000 road bikes, but this cad is the, the funnest one that I've got. It's, um, you can it's throw it around, $700. Yeah, you ditch it Easy. in the sand and the mud and yeah. you just like yeah. dust it off. You don't even bother checking, yeah. you know, unless you, yeah. you break a derailleur hanger, you're all, you're all good to go. <laughs> Um, and so 2021, Zoe, talk us through the season. 2021 was fire for me. Like I took a gap year. So I was just training, racing and working, probably working two to three days a week. So mm-hmm. I just, oh, I started the season in like February at Road Nationals. Wow. So I, first year, on, first year going to Road Nationals as a second year under 19. So me and my mum, we went on this like massive seven week trip. We went to Road Nats in Ballarat at the beginning of February and then to Mountain Bike Nationals in Tasmania mid-March. So we just had loads. I'll never have a holiday like that again, I don't think. Like, it was so good just riding every day, Mm. racing. Um, It was definitely an eye-opener going to Road Nats because first year, you never know what to expect and everyone is so serious. Like, I remember the girls in the time trial had lead cars and radios. And I was just there riding on my own because, like, no one could come over from WA because there was this hard border. Yeah, So that's, that's right. why we decided to go for seven weeks because we were like... Once you're there, yeah, it's easy to stay you're there. Out. Yep. You're out. You can stay out. Um, mm. And I was not keen on quarantining for two weeks. Like, hell no. So um, did road nats. I think I came 11th in the TT and in the road race and sixth in the crit. Wow. <laughs> so Jeez. it was pretty crazy, like... It was definitely an eye-opener to see how serious the girls are over there. They had, like, all the best gear. Like, insane. Mm. And then I went to Mountain Bike Nationals. So we stayed a couple weeks in Victoria, went to Bright, which is, like, my favourite place ever. I love Bright. Yeah. Best training. Um, Spent a couple weeks there. We dodged a few lockdowns. And then eventually we made it to Tassie. Spent a couple weeks there before the race, which was in Medina, which is a pretty gnarly location. Okay. Um, so I did XC Nationals and XCC, which is like the day afterwards. So XCO, I came third in under 19 second year. Wow. And I mean, I was a bit more used to it because I've been to mountain bike nationals like two times prior. So I kind of knew what to expect, knew the field and it was a lot easier for me. Interesting, right. And, but oh, the course was so tough. Like I had a few crashes in practice and mm-hmm. it was... That was really, really got to my mind, but I practiced that section and got to it, got to the race. Yeah. So you were, so you had an idea already with the mountain bike scene, but what about the road scene? Had you, had you done much of the like elite racing in WA? I'd done, I mean, all the racing I'd done had been in A grade because you kind of got to race A grade to yeah. prepare for nationals because I mean, everyone's just so strong mm. over race. Um, like I'd done crits, I hadn't done a huge amount of road racing because I'd only really gotten into the road scene in 2020. Mm. Um, so I'd done loads of crits, like summer crits. I was racing like three times a week. Mm-hmm. You know, doing like the early bird time trial, twilight crit, and then the Sunday crit. Yeah. It was just racing, 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 riding, 
drank so much. Yeah, right. Um, you're but, smiling a lot right now. You're talking about it, just so <laughs> no, you know. It was pretty cool. It was so good. I loved it. And um, so basically, I did that massive trip with mum. We came back, and then I just raced all the XC stuff, all the XC, XCO. Did a couple XCM races in there, mm. and the CX stuff basically. No, you just, you just dabble weekend, in everything. Every single weekend. <laughs> the gap so cool. Oh, it was amazing. Yeah. And I was I was working in a bike shop, so I was just. Surrounded by bikes the whole year. So yeah. Training, racing. Yeah, it was crazy. Jeez. Can I just quickly ask, how nice was Tassie when you were <gasps> there for that period of time? Amazing. Yeah. Perfect time. So it's like end of summer. So it's starting to cool down a bit, which was a bit cold for me and mum. We were like in our parkers every day. But <laughs> like the amount of biking there, it's unmatched. Yeah, Like right. the trails, insane. Just, it's just beautiful. There's so many mountains, like riding in derbies, so good. Um, we went to Derby, St. Helens. We kind of stayed around Medina a bit more just because that's kind of where the race was. Mm -hmm. Which Medina is a tiny town. There's like 20 houses in there. Um, and it's just got this massive mountain bike park. It's just a scene. Yeah. That's what it is yeah. there. Yeah. yeah. We were trying to get that over here. In Nanup. Yeah, Nanup and Collie. Like it's all, mm -hmm. you know, it's all getting a lot of money pumped into it. So Nanup. Yeah, it's great to see. Nanup's yeah. going to yeah. go off. Yeah. Yeah, we love it down there. That's for sure. Um, so that's um, that side of it. And then talk us about um, taking out the CX states in twenty twenty one. Yeah, oh, it was at Garvey Park. I remember that. I was not feeling super confident before that race because I hadn't like won a CX state champs before, mm -hmm. and I think I'd raced CX. I raced CX state champs the year before, but I think I came second to Andrea Coleman. Okay. Um, so, yeah, she's always been up there because she's yeah. such a weapon. Like, she's really fast. But you knew you were there. You were like, yeah, I was kind of up there. You're the vying for top it. Top three, potentially. That's what I was mm -hmm. thinking. And then race went on. I remember it was just going crazy. It was like all this mud, as it usually is, the massive puddle in the middle. And yeah, at one point I was racing and I was like in the front and I was like, oh, damn, I might have this one in the bag. <laughs> it's like, whoa. And so, you did. You got yeah. it. Yeah. I was like, wow. Nice. Yeah, beautiful. Good what a you. feeling. Oh, so yeah. Fun. Winning is great. Yeah, we haven't yeah. raced Garvey Park yet. We haven't had the, the chance yet, but that's the next. Yeah, the at next point one of on recording, we're uh, yeah six sleeps away from our first yeah, Garvey Park. Right. Uh, last race of the season. Um, still have not had the cherry pop when it comes to CX. I haven't had a really wet muddy one. No. So yeah, it um, should be muddy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. Fun. Is it really? Yeah, right. <laughs> You've been it's out like, checking yeah, it out. Yeah. Okay. It's right on the river, so. It, it doesn't take a lot of rain to make it super wet. Right. So, yeah, so imagine my excitement and then times that by a good hundred and that's Craig's excitement. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll see. Oh, my God. So I um, I stacked it in the state champs last week. Alistair got third mm -hmm. in B grade, so he Very got nice. his first um, bronze in states. And I stacked it. It would have been three and a half minutes into the race and snapped the derailleur hanger. So I was I was gutted, eh? You always got to have a spare yeah. hanger on you. Yeah, I wouldn't have been able to <laughs> do it. Yeah, I, I thought about it. I, I thought about, okay, what's the deal with pit stops and stuff? But you'd have to do the whole lap first, oh, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. It's a whole bloody lap to do. Anyway, that's beside the point. Um, you are so hungry. That last race, you're just like, yeah, oh, we're coming for each other. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, I'm so excited that we'll get a real proper course on yep. on on Sundays. So. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So we fast forward a bit to 2022 states. So Alistair third in uh men's B, me, DNF, Tristan, I'm assuming you took out Elite. Yeah. 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 Yep. Comfortably or did you get a, 
Yeah. Um, the gap ended up being big enough that they came around uh, with a time up. So it was at yeah. the end. Yeah, just casual. Yeah, Zoe, did you you didn't? I race. didn't race. I had COVID last week, yeah, so, okay. so bit of FOMO on my side. But. So who took out the women's? Tracy you? Chapman. Okay, so next year, we'll Ooh, yeah, hopefully come back for it. Yeah, so yeah. you can hold on to it, Tracy. <laughs> but um, yeah, Zoe's coming back for it. Yeah, <laughs> oh, I've already put it out there. So. <laughs> Tracy listens. So. Oh gosh. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and you really love Sunday's course as well at Edmillan Reserve. That was one of the most fun technical courses I've I've experienced so far. It was quite good, yeah. In the past, it hasn't been quite so good. It's the whole thing's on a hill, so it can be quite a slog getting back up the grassy hill, but had a real nice flow to it. Uh, everything linked up pretty nice. Yeah, it was a pretty sick course. Mm. Yeah. yeah, Stu and Ash do a good job, don't they? Mm. Yeah. yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Do you ever get ideas in your mind of what, you know, how courses could be changed from what it is or, you know, that, that side of the sport? Do you? Yeah, yeah. Um, Probably not so much anymore. I've got with training and work. I don't get down as much with the course setups as mm -hmm. I used to. But me and Dad will go down every morning um, since we started racing. It helps out the courses. Um, and we used to do a bit more freely, where we would sort of make our own bits, mm -hmm. um, which works when you've sort of got that smaller team that come every week. But now we get different people, and yeah, okay, um, which is great. It's really good to have everyone down there. It helps out the course. Um, but yeah, the Stu and Ash tend to set it out. Which, which works really well. Yeah, yeah. they've yeah. taken that all into account. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, and it makes it easier for everyone else. You sort of follow it out. Yeah. I think they're just trying to make it harder for you, mate. Could be the way. So there's a good chance to then talk about for you, Tristan, 2021, and I've titled it the campaign. Um, you, yeah, took a gap year as well, and you're like, all right, I'm going to buy myself a mountain bike. Yeah. Going to aim for the three gongs here: the road, the the CX, and the mountain bike. But <clears throat> yeah, we're we're talking about your achievements here. They're very special achievements for such a young person. So you're clearly a very driven person, um, and it's a lot of enjoyment for you to do it because you love it. So you took a very serious, like yeah, okay, approach for the 2021 season. Uh, let's start with the mountain bike. You yeah, like I said. You, Bought, bought yourself one, set yourself a goal. Um, there was the state champs. There was also the the marathon. Talk to us a bit about just before you went into the big comps, you had a bit of a crash and a face plant. And, <laughs> but also it was like actually a bit of a kick up a bum too. too. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, I should probably mention how the, how the sort of the, um, yes. the three discipline attack came on in 2021. Yes. Originally, a lot of deep thinking over the sort of Christmas break of 2020. Um, and then obviously with COVID shut everything down, the original goal was to aim for the CX and all the borders are closed, no traveling. So it was like, okay, um, I've committed to doing it. What's the next, next best thing? And I bought that mountain bike and I was loving it. And I was like, to show that, how can I show that? how can I make the Palmares the best um, and try and show that I'm the best rider that I am? And I was like, well, I, I was loving the road and I was loving the CX and I was loving the mountain bike. So I was, I wrote down the the three state championships um, and, and that was the attack. 
Um, so yeah, that that first mountain bike race was I'm not going to lie, an absolute disaster. Um, <laughs> Big smile on Zoe's face. <laughs> that was probably one of the first times I saw it, to be honest. Yeah, that's weird. Um, I saw him after the race, and his jersey was like all ripped up, and I was like, "Geez, mate, you alright?" <laughs> you guys probably know the CX races are super hard, um, like super high heart rate for the whole thing, mm-hmm. and the mountain biking is very similar. Um, I came in with not that idea. I was like, oh, yeah, it's super technical. It's going to be sick, having fun down the hills. But these guys come in and they're like going as hard down the hill as they are up. There's yeah, no right. recovery. And I was like, this is gnarly. Uh, <laughs> so I was on the limit. Um, and yeah, it was, a, it was a pretty funny, funny crash. There's some, yeah, everyone would know of them. If you've ridden Farrell Grove out of Camel Farm, there's some real kicky jumps at the bottom of, um, at the bottom of Farrell Grove. And yeah, I just got, Bucked over the top. Oh, no. Face planted, came down on the stomach, down the other side of the jump. Um, yeah, jumped back on and, and finished the race. But, yeah, I was probably dead last. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bike wasn't broken? Uh, no. It, it smashed the computer to bits, though. Okay. The was in pieces. Yeah. But- no, the bike was all right. Yeah. And your face was okay. My face was all right. Yeah, it was mostly <laughs> the chest. There's a funny picture. I've got no jersey on, but the whole my whole chest was rashed up. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, got your nice little chat to a nice young lady that day. So. Yeah. <laughs> what an icebreaker, mate. <laughs> the length some people will go to. Huh? <laughs> so, yeah, you're like, all right, I need to do some hours here. And also want to impress this young lady as well. So you're like, all right, I'm going to, yeah. Put some hours in this is a new discipline for me and then you have the goal of june and july coming up the marathon state chance yeah um so obviously it was super different to how i'd imagined it was um and with the training at that point um i was like all right i looked at the average speed of the, the guys that sort of won and i mean when you look at the average speed of some of those mountain bike races, you go for like a sunday ride my average sort of 17 18 k's an hour but then you get to the races and it's like up around 22 23 it's mm. it's pretty ridiculous um so yeah just park in the car park and it's like all right we're gonna average 23 k's for this ride and you just go full blast for as long as you can um yeah in the style it's probably like 20 30 minutes but you get a little bit further each time um just go as high as you can till you pop this yeah. is a uh, self-prescribed training <laughs> yeah. philosophy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the coaching didn't really come until the second half of 2021. So until then, it was sort of, yeah, yeah. all myself. What I was... ah, so young. <laughs> <laughs> it's just uncomfortable sitting here. Listen, <laughs> <you're right. laughs> yeah, cool. All right. So that was it. Um, yeah, the state mountain bike race. Um, do you want to talk to listeners about that one, that day at the goat farm? Yeah, that was not a great day, to be fair. It was... Um, it was super hot um, and the goat farm is really technical uh, with the descents. They're quite steep. It's super rocky um, and no excuses. I was on a hard tail with no dropper, which oh, I mean, if you've ridden, if you've ridden hard tail and then no, yeah, it was, um, yeah. As much as I tried to convince him, I had to like, yeah, to convince him to get a dropper was ridiculous. Oh, like, really? The amount of work. And once he got it, he wouldn't go back now. It's like, oh, yeah, well, it's yeah. just the descending, so right? Yeah, you need it. the dropper. Yeah, yeah. So you're on a Scott scale, weren't you? A Scott scale. Yeah, yeah, pretty bike too. Nice yeah, and yeah. clean. Yeah. yeah, no, I love that bike. It's yeah. super stiff. Yeah. Uh, put some like one piece carbon mm. bars on it. They make it real nice mm. out of the saddle. Mm. Um, I didn't want to put the dropper on for the weight. I was like, oh, yeah, uh, blast it up the hills with the, uh, the dropper. But... You like getting bucked off your bike, do you? <laughs> 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 yeah. <laughs> 
Um, but that, that state XCO race, yeah, it was a super hot day. And I mean, I just wasn't feeling it on the day. Um, I mean, some days you have it and some days you just really don't. Mm. Um, uh, Bailey, Bailey Christie ended up winning that one. Bit of a weapon on the mountain bike, to be fair. And yeah, uh, ended up second. So, yeah. Oh, wow. So you still had a good result. Yeah, it was all right. Yeah. It was yeah. all right. Yeah, it was, <laughs> come on. Yeah, it was good. It was I good. bet he wasn't riding a hardtail, was he? I think he might have been. Was he really? Yeah, okay. he's right. skill, skill he's level, I suppose. Yeah. yeah. Oh, right. Okay. Well, yeah. You, you said, you know, it's difficult when you're riding on your own for a little while out there in that heat. Yeah. It was it, a mental challenge. Is, uh, yeah. Yeah. For sure. That heat and, and on the mountain bike, as soon as you sort of lose sight of that person in front, it's really hard to judge the pace and know how hard to push. So, um, once you sort of lose that gap, it's, it's really difficult to come back. Uh, yeah. Season three of the Amateur Hour is proudly supported by Luke and Tony and the team over at Lakes Bikes. Lakes Bike Coburn is one of the biggest and best looking bike shops in Perth, stocking brands such as Specialised, Colnago, Cannondale, Scott and Felt, as well as a vast selection of accessories and components. Lakes Bikes have your needs covered. In addition, the team offer professional bike fit solutions and a fantastic service department with custom service second to none from the highly experienced staff. Visit them in-store for a chat and tell them the Amateur Hour sent you or browse the online shopping portal at lakesbikes.com.au. Great, Tristan. So um, from the heat and discomfort, but also success for you from the goat farm, um, yeah, talk to the listeners about the XCM event in Dwelling Up as well. Yeah, the... the um... The Dwelling Up 100 is sort of a, a pretty well-established event and um, for 2021 it was the national championships for the, the cross-country marathon. Um, a lot of the national championship events were getting cancelled that year and I think the organisers came to the decision that, I mean, you can't just keep cancelling them and decided to run it as a national event. So that was pretty big for the WA guys without such a strong contingent coming from over east a pretty good opportunity there's still some of those really quick top guys there um but definitely lower numbers so yeah um i actually had a pretty good day out there um coming into it i think uh zoe and myself went down for a couple of trips mm. um sussed out the course it's super fun um super flowy and being that sort of longer form event there's a lot more sort of flat areas where you can really um, just work into a pace uh, where the XCOs are sort of up or down. Um, so coming into it, I sort of felt that it was going to favour myself. And yeah, I did a lot of long days on the bike in preparation for that one. Mm. What sort of distance is the XCM? So XCM is cross-country marathon. Yeah. What, so is that a time or a distance? It's, oh, anything, it's obviously distance, anything right? Anything over 42 k's, really. Okay. That's kind of how they judge it. Yeah. But... For the under-19s last year, it was like 66 k's. Yeah, okay. So long. Yeah. Very long race. They're it a bit longer as well. They rerouted the course. So it was just supposed to be 60. Yeah. All right. Yeah, they're adding a little bit. Yeah. Is that like a, a one lap or a two lap? Of it's the just thing, a, no laps, yes. It's just all the way out okay. um, and you sort of come back in. Yeah. So, yeah. Did you race against Bailey as w again with this one? Yes, yeah, so it was yeah. Bailey again in this one. Um, I actually went out for a bit of a race breakdown you sort of come in on the road um and it starts completely different to an xco race everyone just sort of rolls out 
um, super easy. Obviously, super long day on the bike. Mm. Um, everyone just wants to settle into a pace. From the start, I wanted to be at the front because um, there was sort of a, a fairly steep fire road climb. Um, it was fairly ruddy. So I remember I was sort of on the front for that and just riding it out and, and sort of rode fairly hard at the front with those elite guys and a sort of smaller bunch formed. Um, but I probably didn't eat enough and, and sort of went out that little bit too hard and cracked. And actually, Bailey back gapped me a fair bit. Um, but I sort of, I was I was in the frame of mind and I, I mean, had a bit of a, had some snacks fueled up and I, I sort of saw him up ahead. So um, I started pushing it a bit more and we ended up rejoining and it was sort of a bigger bunch, sort of two or three of those elite guys, I think Brian Starring and, and two or three of the guys from Over East had taken off. Um, and then there's this group behind and I sort of had this momentum coming into them um, and catching that group. So uh, yeah, I don't know, it was really out of character, but I attacked on some steep descent and it sort of, um, it split the group a bit. Everyone was strung out. We came back together and hit a fire road and then I just rolled off the front and no one really chased. So I looked back and I was like, all right, this is the chance. I've got to make it, make it stick now. Um, tapped into a pace and we hit a road section and that's where I think I really grew the gap. Um, I mean, that really favored, that really favored me. Um, rather than any of that technical stuff, mm. put in the biggest gear and just cranked into it. Um, and yeah, I ended up holding on for the win. So being a national championship event, I got the national jersey. So that's pretty, pretty wow, cool. Wow, that is so cool. Yeah. 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 Um, not an opportunity to get a lot. I ended up being about a two and a half hour race. So it was a long day. Mm. Yeah, no, it was awesome fun. So if you race the mountain bike series this year, do you get to wear the national jersey? It's a bit of a funny one because it was under 19s and it was my last year under 19s. Oh, the now you've moved. 23s. Okay. Yeah. Um, Come on, at least but... armbands. Surely something. <laughs> they don't give you anything. Yeah, I don't know. I guess we'll armbands. Look into there. it, mate. Come yeah. on. <laughs> That's bragging rights for sure. Um, ended up being a bit hectic towards the end of that race, though, because the last sort of, there was probably five, 10Ks, I snapped a few spokes. Oh, God. I had, I had these just the alloy wheels that came on the bike and yeah. I've beat them for like a full year and we get to this race and yeah they were cooked they were cooked yeah. <laughs> and they started letting go it was just through a corner I heard one go and then a few hundred meters later I heard another one oh. and I was like what do I do do I stop and and wind them up around the wheel or do I keep going I didn't know what the gap was because you can't see it mm. so I just kept going and I'm hearing these spokes <laughs> how far <laughs> to the finish line do you reckon I was like five or ten k's Oof. So it was a fair while and I was taking it pretty easy for that last bit and yeah. the gap, I think, definitely closed uh, from what I heard. But, yeah. You got yeah, new wheels now, right? New wheels now. Yeah. yeah. Yep, yep. I can't believe you raced nationals thinking, on the budget alloy ones that came with the bike. <laughs> I'm thinking Lightning McQueen here, the film that I watch with my kid all the time, the rookie. He's like, I'm not coming in. I'm not coming in. I don't need new wheels. <laughs> and they're popping and they're popping. And he's like sticking his tongue out at the finish line. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, very tense that last bit. Although it was pretty straight, so there wasn't many corners. We were sort of like putting any force on the wheel. So yeah, yeah. super satisfying. You know, new discipline for you that year. Yeah, yeah. No, for sure. It was. It was. Yeah, it was pretty awesome. Um, a great feeling. Yeah, and some yeah good friendships and rivalry growing with Bailey as well. Yeah, definitely. I think he was fairly unchallenged, so for him to have some competition was really good as well. I think he was fairly happy for that. And, 
and for myself, pushing myself in a new discipline and, and learning new skills. Yeah, mm. I think it was great. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. And Zoe? Yeah. Were you involved? I did the XCM as well. Yeah. Um, at that point, I'd kind of been going since February, so I was starting to like kind of get a bit raced out maybe. So, so what I, month was the states oh, held? August, September. September. Oh, September. So you've been going for a long time if you've been, yeah. Yeah, so yeah. I... I was starting to like get a bit raced out. I think I had like a week or so off afterwards, kind of just to reset, which was quite nice. Mm -hmm. But you know, there isn't a huge under nineteen field in WA, so I was the only one there. So national champion by default. Yay. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, I still did the race. Yeah, right? absolutely. That was, that was nice. You gotta be here to win it. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, but yeah, did the race. It wasn't anything like super crazy for me. I just kind of tapped along. Yeah, but I mean, you're not myself. you're not whistling as you're going along. You surely you're, you're still you're still racing, still, and you've um, got the elite women. There. They're doing the hundred. Oh, they okay. So it was kind of a bit weird in terms of like whereabouts I was in the place yourself, yeah. Yeah, um, but I, you know, I was racing. Yeah, but it was it wasn't anything like super noteworthy last year. Okay, it was a good race. You say not noteworthy, but come on, <laughs> you're national champion, but you're in the same situation. You're moving up now into I'm, the, yeah, I'm under twenty three now. Under yeah. twenty three. Yeah. Is that where it goes from nineteen to twenty three? Yeah, the, jobs there. It's um, especially with the crosses, even more so because it's the year after as well, because it's sort of the national champs are generally sort of January, February. Uh -huh, right. So it's like how old you are the following year. Yeah. Um, or the sort of start of the following year, yeah. So you sort of move up a year early. Mm. So what's the the competitive scene like moving into the under 23s then? So you said it was just you at the, the nationals for the under 19. Is there a bigger contingent in the next group up? There, in XEO, there isn't really an under 23 age group. Okay. Like in WA, I'm not sure. I haven't really researched into it for state champs this year, but yeah. I believe I'm only just going up to elite women, okay. which is fine. Yeah. I mean, those are the ladies that I race in all the XCO rounds. Yeah. So it's actually like a field I'm used to. And yeah. it'll, I mean, state champs this year is in Nanop, so that's going to be like a good oh, race. Right. Okay. A lot of climbing on that lap. Yeah, yeah. Um, When's that, sorry? October, I think. So you guys have got a – yeah, you guys have got some – both of you, each of you have your big goal still ahead this year. Mm. Yeah. 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 So yeah. I think state champs might be in October. I need to check my calendar. But yeah, it's in yeah. Nanup this year. Nanup's going to be busy October. So the coals are just yeah. the coals are just burning at the moment. The coals are there. And, you know, yeah. have a mid-season reset now. Yeah. Get the training up. Yeah. Yeah. So what, are, what about you, Tristan? What's the under 20? Do you, so you're racing under 23 for mountain bike states? This year, or will it be? I'm not sure if I'll do mountain bike states. Okay. Uh, not sure how that's going to come with the cross. Um, All right, we'll take us to that. What's What's your goals for the rest of 2022? Then, where are you heading? Um, so it's going to be uh, the state champs. Oh, the, sorry, the national championships are going to be in Wollongong. Wollongong, yeah, yeah. September. Um, so a week before the Road World Champs, so it's going to be a big, oh, wow, a big week festival over there. Over there. Yeah, a big festival. Yeah. Yeah. So you've been going over and racing the national series. I've yeah, seen on your the, your Instagram the national series this year. Yeah, you've done every round so far. Or? Every round so far. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that's been that's been a great opportunity. Um, obviously, with the borders open, being able to um, the numbers aren't the best they've been, uh, but those top sort of 
five, ten guys are there, so there's really that competition. Yeah, well, that's uh, that's what yeah, counts really, isn't counts, it? You yeah. need to know that you're going up against the, the best guys. Yeah. And are you racing in as elite? Elite, yeah, yeah. Yeah. For the national championships, they'll be an under-23 category. Um, but with the, the national series, just race elite, yeah. And, okay, so it'd be a separate race for the under-23s to no, I the... I think we might race at the same time, but separate category. Oh, it'd be great if you're in the same race and then if you just won the whole thing, you win early <laughs> and under-23, right? <laughs> yes. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. Yeah. yeah, so that's in September, you said. September, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's around the... Yeah, Not far. Yeah, yeah, yeah. world champs um, the week before. The week before, yeah. 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 So, yeah, the six-week block, um, you've got, yeah, Garvey Park and a bit of a chill and then you're going to ramp it up. and Yeah, so I'm not yeah. going to be here for Garvey Park, unfortunately. Yep. Heading over for the last rounds of the National Series. Um, those are going to be in Ballarat. Um, Can you hear the cheers of all the other LA <laughs> men at the moment? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, yeah. mate, carry on. <laughs> it's it's your time. Race A grade. now, yeah, sure. That moment. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, and so, yeah, Ballarat and then it'll be... It's sort of the first opportunity since the cross season started to build some base, sort of six weeks there, so get some base in. And so you'll stay over there for um, a while, or no? You just, just go over for the weekend. Yeah, weekend. yeah, yeah okay. Probably yeah. have a bit of a break, and then yeah. yeah. And do they just do one round on the weekend, or like, uh, two? So one on Saturday, one on Sunday. Oh wow, back yeah, to back, yeah. Back. Um, just good because I tend to race better on the second day. So. Yeah, you recover. You recover, but being one of the younger yeah. ones in the and in the group, like, yeah, 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 for sure, definitely the youngest. Um, yeah, no one recovers like a nineteen-year-old. <laughs> I'm thinking big bowls of rice, a bit of sweet chili. Sauce. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's the advantage, the, the X factor. Oh, they're going to know now. <laughs> um, I'm just going to wind us back. I talked about the campaign. There was the MTB. There was the CX. Um, but there was also yeah the the road champs. And the treble, let's go to Jaradale. Uh, yeah. yeah, late late September, twenty twenty one. Yeah, and yeah, I was there. Yeah, covering the race, and um, yeah, our team was racing, and yeah, so there's a yeah a lot of um, yeah jerseys up for grab that day. But it was dry, a little bit muggy at about eleven o'clock or whatever it was, seven eight o'clock, and then the race kicked off, and this angry cloud just flew over and all of a sudden yeah the the b grade was about halfway through or approaching halfway through everyone was at different spots on the course but yeah the hail kicked in and just yeah loaded the course with some some bullets and um yeah a few people wisely jumped off and got undercover yourself and your field the under 19s field there was plenty to play for so Bit of context for listeners for for that day was um yeah going back to a crit earlier on in the year against matthew matthew conan yeah yeah there was um yeah you guys going for the for the w there you were stuck in a gear and yeah you and him yeah have a really healthy competition but yeah noticing that you were yeah in that spot there he's jumped you with a lap to go in that crit and got the w and um, so this this rivalry, you know, took another level that day. And going to this this race later on in the year of September in in the Peel Classic, there, yeah, you did some serious recce's out at the course. Um, you uploaded your training, your 
increased your volume and you had a look at the spots on the course that you could attack as well. So, yeah, take listeners into the race and especially that uh, second lap. Yeah, for sure. I was, um, I was loving the road all the way through the season um, and that was a really good opportunity that they'd made that hilly course the state champs. Uh, since through the season, you really there's no almost no hilly road races since they got rid of uh, Pickering Brook. Um, so yeah, and the various cars were really strong in our age group at that point. There were sort of three or four of them, um, and Matt Conan, yeah, he's super strong um, and and really good competition. It was great for the both of us. So yeah, heading into that, um, as you said, I did the recce laps and and sussed out the course, um, rode those hills. Um, sort of sussed out spots where you could attack and, and what sort of power you could hold. Um, and yeah, really the training for that, still not being coached, was like, all right, it's going to be like 90Ks. I was like, yeah, it's probably going to be a little bit over 35Ks in our average. So I'd just go out sort of um, out around Death Valley, a wheel loop and, a, and back. That was about 90Ks. Um, and I was just, yeah, trying to hold 35Ks an hour. That was the goal. So obviously that in itself involves all the fueling and everything for that as well. Um, and yeah, so that was the lead up to game day. And then you felt really good going to the day too. Yeah, I did. Yeah. Um, a lot of races I go in and you don't really know until you start racing, but I sort of had a different, yeah, hard to explain and not something I feel like I can control, but yeah, the preparation, I just felt really good going into it. Um, and yeah, hectic race. Um, that hail added a really epic element to it. Um, I think how it played out, a couple guys um, went early um, on the first lap up, up the first hill and they sort of got a gap. And in my mind, I was sort of telling myself, like, I know what I can do and, and sort of let that go. It's too early. I struggle with patience. Mm. I was like, don't chase it. Um, so I stayed back and then, yeah, we caught them where we caught them on that first hill on the second lap. But before that, we came across the line and it was a big sort of long descent out to the main road uh, from the finish line. And it started absolutely hailing and it was it was gnarly. There was probably five or six of us in that, in that main group and then the two were still off the front. And we're watching half the elite field riding back the other yeah. way past us. And we're like bombing it down this descent, just getting, I mean, you couldn't see anything. You're like trying not to get hit by these hailstones. It's just wind rain i was just trying to tuck in and hide and i i just remember laughing i was like this is ridiculous it was crazy yeah. along yeah and there's just this mad hail yeah um but it's sort of yeah well absolutely soaked but it cleared up and sort of uh, seemed to remember it the sun came back out heading along the highway um we hit that first hill and i did as planned sort of halfway it kicks up again um and Matt had, had sort of let out the hill. I came around him and, and, and put in a big dig. Um, got to the top. We caught the two guys who were off the front. And he was still there, but the string hadn't broken. Um, and I know how good of a time trialist he was, so I sort of... And he had a teammate as well. He had a teammate as well, mm. yeah, Riley. Mm -hmm. um, so it was the two of them and, and also the other guy from the break, Adam. He had a really strong one. I mean, I came from behind fresh past him and he jumped on my wheel and i was shocked to see him there mm. um and we were yeah so it was it was the bunch of us i was looking back at matt and 
trying to decide whether to keep going and I, I knew how good of a time trial he was so I sort of waited because I didn't want to just I didn't want to waste all this energy with him time trialing back so I sort of sat up and I mean I just played games with him I sat on I was like you guys got two riders I'm not going to do any work here um and really use that opportunity to get a bit of recovery in and then I attacked on a down um on a down we're on our restricted gearing so he's just absolutely spinning out sort of <laughs> over the top and then down uh, and that's how me and matt got the split was that after the dam or before it that's before the dam okay, so that's the the coming in yeah, the yeah through the tunnel and yeah yeah, carrying yeah. On. so yep, i yep. sort of attacked up over the tunnel through the tunnel yeah and mm -hmm. then down the other side uh when i'm like yeah and then yeah i my plan was to attack on the hill coming out of the dam it was sort of real nice and steep and yeah. I, you know, I could get a good kick coming out of it but we ended up catching the remnants of b grade or b grade in front um and there was so they had sort of follow cars for each grade uh to help with the traffic and and all that so the b grade and there was the chase car and we were told we couldn't overtake a car Ugh. so uh i mean we were stuck behind that car for that climb and then yeah five ten k's after that i'm not sure i was to the finish from there but most of that way we're stuck behind the car and i mean we were sort of trying to wave at the car behind us to to move this car out the way but i mean after that hill sort of flat so there wasn't much you could do mm. um at that point i was like yeah well this is a situation and i just told myself i was a sprinter <laughs> I've, ne I've never thought of myself as a sprinter i've always like favored the hills um i was like you're a sprinter you're just, you're just gonna have to sprint wow um i was actually having a chat with with riley about it um earlier because i couldn't remember the details but i came into that into the you sort of come down it's a left hander and then it just kicks up to the finish there's mm -hmm. sort of two bumps little bumps um yeah. i was actually on the front through the left hander and we hit the hill and i just i just sprang all the way um and it was really close i mean he sort of came up alongside me and then i sort of went up a bit um and we came up and i didn't know where the finish line was but i sprang to like there's a bus stop on the side yep. it's like oh it's gonna be there I sprang, and i sort of sat up and then i'm like oh no this isn't a finish mm. got going again there's a finish line and yeah i just remember this awesome feeling i don't remember what i did in the moment um well, we had uh, front row seats for this <laughs> we were standing there because we raced in b grade and pulled the pin after the first lap so we were watching you guys when you came in and yeah, saw your sprint finish it was it was pretty impressive yeah yeah, yeah. no I, was, uh, I, I mean i was looking back at the powder I don't, I don't know how i did it at the end of that but um yeah it was awesome and and dylan over at pm got got an epic photo coming across the start line of doing the one fist pump and, nice. and a big shout yeah i don't remember doing it in the moment but the photo is awesome it captures the moment like you didn't do it over the 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 bus stop that's right yeah exactly <laughs> zoe you got to watch the sprint as well yeah i did get to watch the sprint um because i started the race with unfortunately very little road training mainly because i just been frothing the mountain bike so much i thought you know what i did state champs last year might as well do it again you know oh that's a road race i'll do it but I easy course it. right you know? easy course <laughs> even with the recce i did i was like damn this is going to be a tough one but mm. i thought might as well at least start yeah pulled the pin one lap in it was hailing i was feeling horrible bad day i was like yeah game over you know i had a stressful week leading up to it so that definitely didn't help so i thought yeah you know what? you can't always have a good race every time you race mm. like it's okay 
So, you know, pulled the pin and I got to see the sprint and it was pretty crazy at the end. I was like, well. Massive upside. Oh, yeah. yeah. I didn't even think about that as yeah. I was pulling out. But then I was like, you know what? I actually get to see Tristan finish. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, this is one of the races. Like, yeah. it's, it's a great So it was, it was yeah. good. Yeah, I was. It was so stoked. I was pretty stoked. It's raw, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Um, it wasn't even about it wasn't even about beating anyone or winning. It was for myself. I'd put in that that really hard training and to have it pay off, especially on the road. I guess it's sort of yeah. seen a lot more prestigious than than cross. People question that a lot. Mm. Um, how hard it is. I mean, it doesn't get big numbers in WA, even Australia, for that matter. Um, so yeah, it was it was pretty meaningful. Yeah, yeah it's a good one to have on the list, isn't yeah, it? For sure. Yeah. Yeah. Cool, man. And, you know, you talked about building the Palmares. That was a reason for this big year. And, yeah, so from there, yeah, some approaches came from some amazing affiliates, Unicorn Racing and X-Speed. And, um, yeah, you did a bit of riding with the X-Speed guys, but the, the focus there was mostly road. Yeah. And, yeah, uh, you, to your credit as well, after a couple of sessions with the guys, just saying, yeah, yeah, the road isn't really my – my um yeah pure focus at the moment um but yeah i'll leave that up to you to fill that gap but yeah then we'll get to unicorn as well who yeah started what has been a really awesome um nurturing relationship so far yeah for sure yeah, yeah. um i guess i'd never thought about coaching or teams or or any of that sort of thing i was doing it purely for the enjoyment so the first sort of the first sort of sponsorship came from pedal mafia right before the first national because uh, I actually did a national cross race in 2021. I sort of got one in and then everything shut down. And right before that, they approached me and, and hooked me up with a bunch of kit, which I was super thankful for. And they're a great bunch of guys over there. Um, I got some really good advice and, and talks with Theo and, and, and some of the guys, and they were just really happy to help a, a local a local junior and, and, and just help me where they could. Yeah, so I was super grateful for that. But then, as you said, later in the year, it sort of got to teams and I was sort of thinking Europe and opportunities. So, uh, what, how I could get there. And I guess teams are sort of the, are the best way to go. If you can get the support of it, of with some backing people who have done it before that sort of thing. So the X speed opportunity was really good, but as I was involved in, I sort of realized, yeah, that that focus was quite road, um, sort of the Kermit seasons that have been over there and are over there now, um, where I was going to be focusing on, on the cross so i was sort of going to be detached from the team and mm. and um for myself and for them really i was sort of like i, I don't think it'd be the best um uh yeah and then the unicorn the unicorn came about i was um i actually went because i started on the track way back that's how i started racing um and i i'd gone back to keep doing some track nights just to do some more racing um and we have mark williamson he's one of the guys over there at unicorn um and he's been he's been a great help and um saw me down there spinning it up on mm. the gear um on the <laughs> on the gear yeah <laughs> spinning up the gears <laughs> on the track bike um, you had like stupid gearing it was like so restricted i was just i was watching gear. him at the track and his legs were just spinning so fast just trying to keep up and it was just pretty entertaining <laughs> for you to watch <laughs> yeah. for you to suffer <laughs> yeah. yeah i reckon um so yeah you did a bit of a attack and mark saw that 
uh, as well. And Mark saw, yeah, and yeah. he sort of, um, yeah, reached out and, and explained the, the unicorn situation and um, who they were and, and what they did, uh, sort of how they, how they wanted to support some junior guys. Um, so, yeah, I started riding with them. Um, we do a Friday a Friday group ride, so I sort of got involved in that. Um, yeah, so that was that was the beginning of the unicorn relationship. Yeah, 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 and very quickly, um, yeah, some very again good mentors, and yeah, yeah um, obviously there was trials to get into whichever team you were going to end up in. Um, so the position that you found yourself in, you did make it into the A team, which then was for true of Margaret River. But again, that was, um, yeah, through through the performances um, to get there. And yeah, true of Margaret River, um, you didn't get all the, you missed out on some sessions with the TTT training, but um, yeah, take us to, some of us listening may have watched that really, yeah, in enlightening and exciting video that you put on of that gold rush ttt um yeah, yeah with that pretty yeah awesome lineup of freeberg and birdo and apologies to the other names that i don't know myself yet but certainly yeah talk us through about that experience yeah for sure a um a really really great and and super experienced bunch of guys um so i was super grateful for the opportunity and to be able to ride with those guys and and learn from them um yeah, that that tour of Margaret River was big. I mean, coming into it, I don't think we even did one TT as a group uh, with all of us there. Uh, so I was coming in like, or myself at least, um, without any experience doing a team dive drop, just pulling turns on bunchies was sort of the extent. Um, so yeah, if you watch our YouTube video, there's some barking from, from Birdo. Um, but, you know, that's how you learn. Um, <laughs> yeah. And they were cranking um, massive engines, Freeberg and, and Birdo. Um, and then Chris Roberts as well, super stomp, strong time trialist. Um, and then more punchy guys like myself, Guy and, and Taj. So mm. we could really mark moves and, and, and follow stuff through the road stages. And then um, and, and then those those big engines for, for pulling back gaps. And, yeah, and, good and combination. TTs, yeah, yeah mm. for sure, yeah. And just a really fun weekend for you. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Um, I guess for myself coming in, the team had been together for a few years already. So I was sort of coming in. I just hadn't spent a lot of time riding with them. I knew a few of them already. So I guess those group rides were really good uh, for, for sort of getting to know everyone and not feeling like not getting into that imposter sort of, mm. uh, do I really belong here? Um, so that was really good and yeah i felt really welcome there and we just had a great time it was a great weekend we're having barbecues uh going out for dinner and yeah yeah it's a good way to yeah. spend a weekend isn't it? Awesome. <laughs> yeah 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 season three of the amateur hour is proudly supported by professional way i've personally been a customer for 10 or so years and whether it's been strength training in the gym or cycling training the body needs to be fueled correctly to get the most out of your performance and recovery at Professional Way, they are committed to being a totally clean, pure sports nutrition company. No artificial ingredients added, no fillers, just pure product. At the heart of Professional Way is a passion to see clean sports nutrition being utilised alongside the nourishment of organic whole foods. 
Check out the range online at www.professionalway.com.au. Use the code PROFESSIONALWAY for free shipping to an Australian address on your first order over $100. So, guys, let's put our thinking hats on. Um, it's been obviously a big few years for you both, um, but I can see that the enjoyment level is super high. What's on the horizon for you first, Zoe, moving forward? So, I mean, this year, to finish it off, I'll be going to CX Nationals. Um, so for the crazy week of CX Nationals plus watching the Worlds, which is going to be awesome. Yeah. Um, I've got a team lined up for Tour of Marks for my first time. Ah. So that'll be... You want to let us know what team you're in? Can you do that yet? Or Yeah, it's the Perth Cine Scrollers. Oh, the Cine Scrollers. Yeah, cool. I love so their kit. Yeah. I know. It's pretty crazy. <laughs> yeah. I have to have a good one this year. So first year for them doing a women's team i believe yeah. so that'll be fun i think the group of girls we've got lined up is awesome cool. they're all lovely we're all mates you know mm -hmm. we go for rides together and it's just they're really nice girls and they know how to ride fast yeah so wow you're in it'll be fun i can't wait that'll definitely be good as like my first big team event because i've done like a couple doubles race before mm -hmm. but first time doing tour months which will be awesome yep so that's november you've yep. got the cx nationals in september, september and, and october states in october i think yeah so those are the main three races no road states in october for no. you no <laughs> no i've kind of narrowed it down okay. to you can't do everything yeah um and i've decided not to do the cape to cape this year okay um which i did last that's year. for the bank balance so yeah, yeah. basically <laughs> yeah i mean last year was pretty profitable but yeah, this year I'm trying to narrow it down, not race like every single event and just focus on some good stuff. Yeah. Um, next year, I mean, hopefully I'll get to mountain bike nationals, which I unfortunately had to miss this year because just plans, uni starting, my dad, he was going to come with us. He broke like his um, scapula, some oh, chromium, you know, he, right. yeah, bad shoulder. Mm -hmm. So decided to can it this year hopefully mountain bike nationals next year and a bit of racing in australia yeah yeah. yeah give those eastern state girls a bit of a run thanks <laughs> let them know well yeah that's yeah. nice and broad you know nothing too specific yet but you've got a big few months coming up and I, okay so you, you're giving the road one a miss but i think it's really important you guys are young and you've got to do the stuff that you find fun mm -hmm. you got to yeah, keep that that exactly. fun side or else you'll you'll burn out and no. it won't be such a, a focus so i'm glad to hear that you're you're taking that tact with it yeah yeah interesting um yeah so uh, next week um ballarat ballarat um last couple national series races and then national champs for the cyclocross i guess that's been the big goal for the season big goal for a few years really mm -hmm. um happy to be able to have a proper crack at that um and then europe really um i mean i've got to get over there and see how fast they are so um i mean i've got to lock in dates but it's sort of going to be uh end of november early december um the cx like a month or two yeah, yeah that's when they really crank the races out over there wow. I and mean, you can be racing almost every day yeah they've got club races back-to-back -back weekends and yeah It'd, it'd be awesome and have you got support lined up for that yet do you know how um, that's going to work yeah so details i've got to figure out but um i mean most importantly you've really got to have a mechanic to swap bikes the races over there are mm. super muddy um so uh, a mechanic and then obviously somewhere to stay um but yeah um, exciting yeah for sure yeah, that's yeah. the dream right yeah yeah yep. give, give europe yep. the the taste and yep. see how you go 
Well, your form at the moment is pretty bloody good. So if that's anything <laughs> to go by, you should have some fun. Yeah, and I guess just just learning. Um, I mean, that's all you can do. Yeah. I'm sure it, I'm under no illusions that I'm going to be quick over there. Um, but pick up as much as you can, learn as quickly as you can, and yeah. Yeah, and you're looking to base in Belgium, or yeah, 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 yeah. fantastic. Well, your social media is pretty pretty good, so make sure you <laughs> yeah, keep it updated yeah, yeah. when you're over there. Yeah. We'll uh, we'll be tracking what you're doing. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And also, will your coaches um, just touch on? Yeah, you had Graham Brown, yeah, with a um, support with you early on in 2021, and now you've got also Stephen Gallagher this year as well. Um, so these people as well are, are really yeah yeah nurturing um, you. Yeah, Graham was really good. Um, he's super insightful, obviously being really experienced and, and, and really fast racer. Um, gave me a lot of insights into, I guess you can call them the one percenters, um, just those little differences that all add up, uh, especially with your road racing through your crits and things like that. It's super easy to make those little mistakes and they add up really quickly. Um, so in terms of riding your bunches and that sort of thing, um, nutrition, stretching, everything around that. But sort of, I guess, coming into that, I, I hadn't been coached before. Um, so the different type of training was a big change. And I ended up taking taking a break from that. And, um, yeah, I picked up this year with with Stephen Gallagher, who um, who Unicorn um, are, are good friends with some of the guys there. So that, that's how that came about. And, yeah, no, that's been really good. Stephen's really good. Um, they've got a... Some of the best coaches in the game so yeah yeah a real um change of tact you've gone from planning your own you know weir loops and yeah, 30 minute smashes right around the yeah. course trying to hit 35 k's <laughs> yeah. an hour average and now you've got a, a proper network set up you've you've got your yeah. your nutrition your stretching your your plans are all done out through graham brown now you've got stephen gallagher as well is taking to the next step with it all yeah yeah, yeah for sure yeah. It's, um, it's quite different interval training yeah. yeah it's necessary isn't it yeah I think it is, yeah. Um, I, I guess you can only get so fast with going out and smashing it, mm. yeah, and playing recovery, um, yeah. So uh, I think that's, yeah. you've got to you've got to have that 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 structure. There. Yeah, it bodes well for Europe, mate. So yeah. it's, it's yeah. good to hear. Yeah, <laughs> if that's the environment you're going, hoping to go towards, then it needs to be that that process. Yeah. Um, and yeah, for both of you, mums and dad, mum and dad, and the support that you've had, you know, Zoe, yeah had loads of support from my parents that from an early age they've always I mean encouraged me to be active you know mm -hmm. as you should and they're just really supportive of any type of training I was talking to my mum the other week I used to do body bike fit I was in the first track program with Amanda O'Connor and I was saying like mum I can't believe you used to drive me like an hour to Midland because mm -hmm. we live in Frio every Thursday like and just wait there whilst I did track you know yeah so even at a young age, I've always been supportive of like riding and everything and kind of, you know, if you want to do that, you can do it. But obviously, you know, you've got to buy the bike yourself. And mm. at least, you know, from then on, it kind of gives you the value of it. So Oh, I'm so happy to hear this because... You pay um, for your own gear. I drive my <laughs> teenage daughters around everywhere for their sport. And at this stage of their life, like whilst they're in it, you mm. don't get a lot of... I know. Thanks I back. feel so, so bad. Yes, good. I'm you know, glad I'm you do. You it. should feel bad. You're <laughs> terrible children. But it's so good to hear now that 
your parents will hear this and they appreciate what you've yeah. done. So your parents, they're awesome. They're chapeau just, to you for saying um, it now. <laughs> yeah, they're just mountain and They love it. Like they just recently bought a block at Nanup because they're from oh, the trails so sweet. much. And I'm like, yes, all lined up for yeah. the training and the racing. Like, yes. That's a lot to follow there, Tristan. Um, your dad's going to be wanting to hear something. <laughs> Go for it, mate. <laughs> yeah, no, they've always been um, they've been super supportive. Um, I guess it's difficult. Um, I can see the vision, but having other people see it, um, mm. it is really difficult. I guess the it's it's sort of. Um, it's not the traditional way to follow sport. Yeah. Um, it, it's quite a rare thing. So, um, but yeah, no, they've always been super supportive, and um, yeah, I, I think they they can really see that that I love the racing and 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 doing what I love. So yeah, no, it's good. Beautiful, mate. Yeah. yeah, and your dad gave you a wheel to follow from a very yeah, early yeah, age. Yeah. So <laughs> I think maybe he saw the vision too. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. it all comes around. It's great. Yeah. Guys, thanks so much. It's just been such a cool chat. You, you're both dynamite, and um, I hope you find yeah much continued enjoyment in this yeah sport of ours. Yeah, for sure. Thanks to you. Thanks, thanks you guys us. for the, no worries. for the chat. It's been great. Yeah, lovely. Thanks for the time, guys. Thank you. Thanks. Cheers. Um, this is a stitch up for both of you. You probably won't know what I'm talking about, but who is better, Agro or Dicky Knee? Too young. I figured you're both too young. <laughs> yeah, you don't have any idea no, what I'm talking about. No. Al? Agro. Agro all day. Yeah. Look up um, Agro on YouTube. He yeah. was a deviant puppet. Yeah. On right. a kid's cartoon show. It's hilarious. Yeah. Okay. Right? yeah. Dicky Knee. Not so cool. He was on Hey Hey Saturday. So we enjoyed the question. Bit of reference. Yeah. That was, that was one for me more than you. Um, Favourite bike to ride for Pure Stoke? A big trail bike. A big okay, mm. so you want that big like one forty? Yeah, like a trail bike, like a yeah. stump jumper. Yeah. Or you know, I don't own one of those, but whenever I ride something like that, I have so much fun. Yeah, it's okay. just like you can ride over anything. It seems like yeah. it's your little twitchy race bike. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so much fun. Good, good, good. So you're a shredder. I'd like to think so. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Tristan, um, probably the cross bike. Yeah, yeah. The first time I got that cross bike. I couldn't wipe the smile off my face for like a week. Yeah, right. Yeah. So you're you're stuck so with it, and one. you're riding a Flanders at the moment. Yeah, Flanders. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Good bikes, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. This week. Yeah, and a, a great bunch of guys. Yeah. Yep. Lovely. All right. Uh, this will help us know what sort of person you are. Um, are you a maths and science brain or an arts brain? If you think math about and science. yeah, you're a math and yeah. science person. Yep. I'm probably arts. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you know what I mean by that yeah, question? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. It helps, helps us to know what sort of yeah. thing he was you, doing the maths when you asked him. <laughs> he was, yeah. <laughs> um, okay. Where do you live in five years? Oh, Andorra. Oh, yeah. Nice. Yes, mate. Probably somewhere in Europe, I'd like to. Yeah. Think. Yeah. So, riding. So riding a bike in Europe, yes. Canada, so you're yeah. looking at Whistler or something like that for the, the trail scene up there or? Yeah, probably around about there. But even then, like, I wouldn't mind France or somewhere in Europe. Yeah. Like Switzerland. Yeah, okay, cool. We had a interview with, um, it was Brian Starring that lived in, in Italy, oh, yeah, the Brian. mountain bike courses in there. So a lot of mountain bike clubs in Italy. So that could, I'm yeah, glad, yeah. yeah, check that out as well. <laughs> and um, what bike do you race in the next five years? Your primary racing bike in the next five years. Where do you see? 
don't uh, annoy any sponsors if this is a <laughs> well, brand no 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 what, what style of bike are you yeah, riding yeah. and as your main um, racing bike in five years what do you think road yeah yeah, okay. yeah. yeah. mountain bike yeah i'll probably still be on my epic that i just bought this year oh yeah I dropped so much money on it it's fine. <laughs> fine for a while make it work for a while okay beautiful that's that's all i wanted to know Oh, that was an epic chat. Jeez, that was fun, Swaino. Those two, they just complement each other so well. And yeah, I know listeners have been hanging out for this the last couple of days. And um, there you go. Those two, they're set up for, yeah, some some exciting couple of years. And and the work that they've put in, they're certainly, yeah, getting the benefits early doors. And I like the way that they're playing a bit of a slow game and making sure that they're keeping the enjoyment as high as the the actual performance as well. Yeah, they really prioritised that. It was it was good to hear them mention it and have a have a few laughs about that as well. It was also um, just interesting the way that they relaxed in after a little while talking to us. I mean, we're we're both more than double both of their you know, their ages, and it can be a little bit different speaking to um, to forty plus year olds as a under twenty year old person. But they um they eased into it really well, and I think they enjoyed the chat as much as we did. Yeah, they certainly did. So there you go. Uh, good luck to them both with what's around the corner. And yeah, we can't wait to see them at whether it's seven or two of Margs and give them a massive high five. And yeah, yeah just really enjoy the, the success that's on the, you know, in the future for them. Yeah. So speaking of around the corner, um, this weekend's the final round of the CX series at Garvey Park. Tristan won't be there. I think you mentioned it in the chat. Um, He's off racing, racing the uh, national series, so the uh, the rest of the elite field will have a bit of a chance at taking a um, a win there. Um, but for us, it's our first time racing Garvey Park, and this this one's billed as the the home of CX in WA. So it's going to be interesting for us to see what that's going to throw at us. Yeah, it's been one epic intro for us both, and we finish off with yeah the home of CX here in Perth. Stu Carson's post at the start of the week just said it's got everything. It's got sand, mud, hills. Yeah, it's yeah, we're we're set for a banger. Um, and yeah, with you crashing out on the first lap of the last one, uh, and me, yeah, having a clean run at third there. Uh, I know that yeah, yeah, you're just hang you're you're coming for me. Um, and I'm better make sure that I'm fresh as a daisy for this one because it's gonna be neck and neck. I'm looking forward to it. I'm not going to say too much, Al. I don't want to give my secrets away, but yeah, you, you better eat well that morning, mate. Fantastic. I'll, I wish myself good luck then. Um, <laughs> we, yeah, we hang out for this one on Sunday. Uh, just recently, the Saturday gone was the Peel District Cycling Club Handicap at Casuarina. And yeah, this time Scratch didn't catch the the uh, front groups and all the, yeah, the winners, eventual winners. And yeah, it's been the last couple of years they've they've steamrolled the the groups and this time it seems as though the handicappers didn't quite get it right mate yeah that's um it seems to be the case unfortunately i missed it i was unable to race this weekend but um you had a, a great showing in your group and like you said yeah the the handicappers didn't make it the um the scratch guys didn't win which is pretty cool for once because normally they they do like i said steamroll a whole lot so it was good. We had our friend Alvin Lim take a second place. I'm not sure who the winner was. Um, but that's a really good showing for Alvin. Yeah, excited for him. 
and again rewarded for turning up and, and racing and yeah the last lap was really the first time that the heavens opened and uh, up until that point it had been yeah fast and, and safe racing so thanks again to the Peel Club for putting on some great racing. Yeah absolutely um, for you you have a big event coming soon Al you've got Collie Donnybrook so you, you had your experience from the President's Cup on the weekend racing that handicap and you'll have to do that at times what 2.2 or something what's Collie Donnybrook 110 120 k's or something like that yeah, just over 100 and, yeah, with the elevation as well. So, no, it's, it's a pretty interesting time of year. You can either just chill out if you want or, um, yeah, keep the, the pedals going. And it's just a great one to keep keep the uh, eye on the prize. And with the elevation in this one, yeah, I'm certainly driven at the moment and getting on that trainer. And, yeah, Saturday was a great test. Uh, certainly, yeah, it will be, will be a good test and, like I said, I just want to cut my teeth and come away from it with more experience. So that's just gone weekend, three weekends away. Um, so, yeah, looking forward to another solid week. Yeah, I think the entries are still open for Collie, Donny Rook, and they really want to get as many down there as they can. It's, it, it's probably the most prestigious and um, oldest running race in WA. So if you're thinking of entering, um, get online and, and do it. It is a, a good, hard event. Um, I'm not going to be there because – it's kind of scarred me that one. It was really hard, but yeah, you'll enjoy it. Awesome. Awesome. So yeah, that's us, bud. We, we look forward to that. I know you're still packing away for your Monday bitty trip, which we'll get you to talk about again very soon. But um, yeah, the date for that for you guys is the 27th of August and yeah. Uh, yeah. Just 20 go easy on the spending. 26th of August. I'm actually leaving on my birthday. You are indeed very good. Yeah. Well, yeah, um, I know that you guys are, yeah, getting your training rides and checking out all your gear, and um, yeah, I just am excited for you, and and hopefully, yeah, you get a few things, a bit of luck with the trail as well. I know that uh, there's been a bit of flooding down there, so fingers crossed, you guys get a clean run at the whole whole thing. Yeah, everything's crossed. Yeah, thanks, Al. <laughs> cool. So, mate, that's us. We hope you enjoyed this one, listeners. Thank you so much to our sponsors, Lake Spikes and Coburn and Professional Way for sponsoring these episodes. We wouldn't have been able to put them together without their support this season. And yeah, sit tight. We've got another one lined up for you very soon. Cheers again, listeners. Cheers, Swaino. Thanks, Al. Speak again soon.